Hello and welcome to the Foreign Influence Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Nikolai. And we are here in Singapore, still social distancing, still doing our uh, Zoom call. Curtains um, closed. Haven't been outside, not going outside. There is nothing there. I believe there is nothing there. There's nothing there. <laughs> You're going for a Truman show on this, huh? Yep. There's no, yeah, I, uh, yeah. There's nothing there, Bill. Look into it. <laughs> Well, I'll be finding out. I'll uh, hopefully be getting on a, a plane. But, you know, you climb into a plane, and they close huh. all the windows and everything. So yeah, maybe there's know. just someone outside shaking it. Yeah, and then... just shaking it, and you get out again, and you just step into another part of the simulation. There's clearly <laughs> nothing there. <laughs> oh, boy, if only it was a simulation. You know, um, I spent this whole week feeling uh, overwhelmed and pissed off as my country explodes and continues to huh. explode. Pissed um, off, eh? Why? Are you disappointed somehow? I don't get it. What, what's going on? Yeah, well, you know, just because, you know, no one's social distancing. That's, oh, that's right. what's got me upset. No, but, it, but it's over. COVID's over. I don't know if you've heard. Oh, that's right. Right, sorry, it's over sorry, now. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Do Maybe that's what was upsetting me, that COVID's, COVID's over. We thought it was going to be such a big deal, but it's done. Well, that and the Civil War, right? Civil War broke out. No. What happened? <laughs> yes. Well, it's incredible. So we've got uh, unbelievable amounts of uh, police violence. Um, we've got uh, continued, of course, looting and uh, riots that are happening after peaceful protests are done. Um, we've got some people trying to provoke police at different times. Um, you know, I've been arguing with, uh, people about, uh, you know, who's justified in this, who's not. There's now a big move, of course, to defund the police, basically get rid of police departments in certain cities. Uh, it's, it's a hot mess. You know, here, we did this last time. I've got a, oh. a piece of tape. This is one that kind of stuck with everybody this week. Check this out. So this was a guy that approached some police and um, got shoved back by the police in Buffalo, New York, and uh, he couldn't catch himself as he was falling back, and his head just bam yeah. onto the concrete. Yeah, I've seen the footage. Um, just uh, some cops shoved him, and he and he fell back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it looks like he was just asking a question or something. I'm not sure what, what was happening, but it looked like he was just talking to the cop uh, with his phone out, and he was just talking to him, and he just shoved him, and, you know, he's a fragile old man, so he fell. And yeah. uh, unfortunately, as people do when they fall in an uncontrolled manner, he hit his head, and he started bleeding immediately. Yeah, uh, out of his ear, as they say. Yeah. Um, now, I have read a thing, you know, on the Internet where everything is true, that mm. he was probably confronting them to try to scan the signal of their communications. Right, right. Like there's a reason he had his cell phone out. But, you know, who gives Come a on. They Come shoved on. him down. He fell. Uh, serious injuries and bleeding out of his ears, as it's we said. not say. a Russian and hacker, cops, right? This is the thing. The cops walked. Like well, the one, one guy started to bend down. Well, the one guy, he prodded him to see if he was dead, right? And then he just kept moving. <laughs> That's what it looked like. like well, he was bending like, down to, to see if he was okay. And oh the other guy's God. like, no, no, no. And he got him up and they all kept going. 
Well, at the By the end, way, though, all those guys have resigned from that task force. They they got pissed off that people were questioning them, so they resigned yeah. from that particular oh, they, task force. Are they okay? God, I, I hope I, so. I, I like to get in touch with their families to check if they're okay. God, <laughs> poor them. Um, but, but there was. Know, a, I've got I, other people telling me that you know, essentially that this excuses all of the looting and the rioting, and that the cops are one hundred percent to blame. Yeah, that's how you. And that's I can't how get wars on board go. with that. I, that doesn't work, right? That's that's wartime reasoning, right? That's like. Mm, you know, what do you mean by that? Oh, they killed one of us, <laughs> right? Ah, right? So it's we just, can. It's a never-ending spiral of violence. Like it doesn't work that way. Yeah. That yeah. doesn't work in, in 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 free democracy, I think. But at least you didn't have the president say that if you're old and fragile, you shouldn't go outside into protests, right? Because that's what happened in France. When there oh, was, is that right? It was like last year there was an old woman who got stuck in uh, in the protests and she mm-hmm. got hit by a cop or she fell. I don't remember exactly what happened. And then the president of the Republic of France <laughs> went actually went on the record saying, well, if you're old and fragile, you really shouldn't be there. And uh, so, nec- so next time, pay better attention, right? <laughs> Oh my God! Totally the, on her, huh? It was the worst. Yeah, wow. completely on the old fragile woman. God, shame on her. Well, but we've got our president who wanted a photo op in front of a church, uh, breaking up a peaceful protest with tear gas and forcing the protesters yep. out to get yeah, his they photo made, op. Yeah, they made some space there. Did you see the wonderful Photoshop though of the president holding the? <laughs> you know, he's holding the Bible, right? And they photoshopped yep. uh, they photoshopped the DVD cover on it, saying "Black Wives Matter." With uh, oh. <laughs> a scantily clad lady on the front, uh, which I found hilarious. <laughs> which I found absolutely hilarious. Yeah, but you know, the amazing thing about his doing that is evangelicals who have mm. remained his core support will lap that shit up. Oh, yeah, they will. Of course they will. Yeah, they, they seem to lap up everything, though. There's very little critical thinking going on there. Um, yeah. Strikes me. Well, I don't know. It's just I, I, I think it's a horrible situation. It doesn't appear to be like a, a small, concentrated, isolated thing, right? It's spread all throughout no. throughout all states, and I think uh, there uh, people keep coming out to protest. Like we discussed last week, I think it's just I think it's just they're being they're pushed over the edge, right? It's too much. There's, yeah. there's just too much factors at work here, like. Uh, Bankruptcy, people are closing up their business, right? And police violence and complete. This just, these are desperate people, man. These are very desperate yeah. people. Yeah. Well, and yeah. So unemployment caused by the COVID uh, response. And right, then, right. Um, yeah. And then, of course, COVID disproportionately impacting uh, communities of color, uh, blacks and Hispanics. And, um, then, of course, this ongoing, long-running. You know, this is not the first time that we've had <laughs> protests against this. Uh, this has mm. been going on for years. Um, and it, it just all hit a point and boiled over. Um, you know, at some point, the U.S. has to learn something about better methods of policing. You know, that's, that's really my focus now is we need to move on to solutions, Um you know, obviously, this is what it took to get the message heard. I hope finally the message has been heard. I'm more interested mm. now in what the demands are, right? What the solutions are. Um, 
as I mentioned, the big one that's that's making the rounds now is defund the police, just zero out the funding. Oh, that'll um, yeah, that'll end well. I think that's a great solution. Yeah, that usually <laughs> solves everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, this Anarchy. is the kind of thing Anarchy. that I'm like, this <laughs> this is not a realistic proposal. Um, but it is being presented as the ultimate demand of some of these protests. Well, the thing is, um, right, it starts out reasonable, like like it did in France with the Gilets Jaunes, right? They have many reasonable claims because uh, there's real societal and economical issues that need to be addressed in France. But then it just sort of it spins out of control and people want all kinds of things. And it just mm -hmm. becomes a crazy shitstorm, in lack for a better word, uh, of, of weird demands, right, that will never be fulfilled. Uh, but come on, you have to, I mean, uh, on the other hand, like when was slavery abolished in the US? That was not so long ago, right? That was 1865 or something. It's like, come right. on, it's like two persons ago, literally, back wow, to back. A right? few more, but, but not nearly distant enough. Oh, come on. Because it's, simultaneously, uh, we're still having an ongoing debate about whether we should be honoring Confederate heroes and take down their statues and rename things. People who committed treason against the United States we're still debating whether we should honor those folks. Yeah, that's a little bit weird. No, but seriously, it's like 155 years ago. You, mm -hmm. put, you put two people back to back, well, at least Europeans with their long life expectancy. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to socialized health care. I don't want to rub it you're in. You're just rubbing it in my face? Is but that as what you're communists, doing? They, live, they, they live long and happy lives, Bill. So if you put two <laughs> of those back to back, right, it's like 155 years. So yeah. We've right. come a long yeah, way, yeah. dude. Okay. We've come a long way. Compared to that, this is a massive improvement. And, you know, <clears throat> I don't know. It might take two more people back to back. Yeah, I, I think so. I think it'll. Well, and, you know, we're only uh, 50 years out from Jim right. Crow being overthrown. Oh, right. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we're in people's lifetimes still of Jim Crow still being a, a, a part of people's lives. So. You know, God, it just makes me stop and think, really? It takes this long to, I guess, to I guess. squeeze this kind of social pathology out? But apparently it just does. Apparently it does, yeah. <laughs> just That's does. crazy, right? Um, so do you think that the U.S. And the neo-Nazis, of course, are eating this, uh, eating this up. They're loving it. Right? Oh. Just, just let them stoke their race war. Yeah, they're big fans. The neo-Nazis are, I mean, they're always there. <laughs> Right, they're everywhere apparently, even in Paris. We appreciate that European import. So thanks for that. Oh well, you're all European import. We send only the best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Much like hey. Britain with Australia, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. No, but no. <laughs> no, but there's a reason you lot are a little bit touched in the head, right? Is because the crazies went on the boat, right? Like oh. there, there, was, there wasn't a stable. Decent, normal person on those boats. Now, wait a minute. We were the adventurers and the risk takers. Yeah, they went on a boat and like different people arrived, right? There wasn't even the same people oh. went on the boat who actually got there. Like a whole new, like a whole other generation of people. Shit. Uh, those were, I think, they those were, were warped by the time they arrived. No, because they were crazies, right? They were, so there were the adventurers, right? Uh, uh -huh. Those in search of riches, second chances. Mm -hmm. And then there were uh, then there were the the, the prisoners, right? Because people were sent to the U.S. as 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 a sentence, right, to serve in the U.S. to build stuff. Well, that was Australia. No, no, the that U.S. Was as well. U.S. as well. People were sent there, right? Uh, we had we had indentured servitude, as a, but as I'm not a, sure how much of it was actually uh, punishments for crimes. Yeah. Mm. Well, maybe. Let's look into I'd it. I'd have to look it up. On the I'm sure there were some tubes. of it. Sure, there was some of it because they needed to get that cheap labor for somehow, right? Pretty sure because you killed all the Indians, 
uh, Native yep. Americans, right? So you couldn't use those. So you had to get them somewhere. Through disease, mostly. Fruit, yeah, through disease. Yeah, mostly. Yeah, well, yeah, and right. <coughs> but yeah. light. Um, What's that? Hmm? But light. <laughs> 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 and the rest of them Wait. are slowly drinking themselves to death, right? That's... Isn't that? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it was mostly through disease, smallpox, right. um, germ warfare. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just, you yeah. Know, yeah. the British used, you know, pushing drugs to take over Hong Kong and, and places like that. And we had germ warfare in North America. You know, look, history is filled with lots of bright spots, um, you know, and we could just go on and on about about those. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. That's a whole, oh, that could be a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You know, one one other. These are speaking of international comparisons. One thing I got to say more on the mm. on the protests is um, American policing in an international context. Uh, so this is an article I read on Vox. They were quoting the Economist magazine um, last mm. year. The U.S. had four hundred and fifty eight deaths by police shootings. Mm. Uh, Germany had eight. Mm. Japan had zero, and Britain had zero. How many in France? I uh, didn't see France on the list. Um, basically, our police kill hundreds of people uh, every day. Now, this this is also in parallel. We have 5% of the population, global population in the U.S., and mm. 45% of all privately held guns. That's, that's basically, we're just the rootinest, tootinest place on the planet. Only 45%. I'm a little bit disappointed. I think you could do better. I think you can do better. Oh, that's crazy, right? Well, Those cop killings are, yeah. are definitely crazy. Well, that's that's something that I think there's a lot of police violence in France as well, um, mm. especially because they use uh, they use rubber bullets and 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 flash guns and stuff like that that are that are not supposed to be used in uh, f to to resist civil unrest. They're classified as weapons of war by uh, Amnesty International, I think. So there's quite a lot of oh. <clears throat> quite a lot of uh, problems there. Um, so I'm glad to see that it's not only happening in France, that something's finally going wrong in the United States of America, sir. It's not just oh, us. Oh, well, we're looking to be there for you. Thank you very much indeed. You know, thinking of racism in the U.S. context, I only saw the headline, but apparently the uh, prime minister of the Netherlands is like finally doesn't care for for Black Pete anymore or something, or is yeah, willing he, to revisit. Yeah, he's changed his mind. Yeah, apparently he uh, yeah as a reaction to uh, Black Lives Matter, he has publicly announced that he has changed his mind about Swarte Piet. Um, so for those who don't know, we have this yearly tradition, which is sort of similar to Christmas, I guess, sort of. Uh, it's a Nordic tradition, so we have this um, uh, guy, Sinterklaas, Sint Saint Nicholas, come over from Spain on a boat, and he has an army of uh, helpers that help him deposit presents, put presents down the chimneys uh, of children's homes, and they're all black. Um, allegedly, like because they have to go down, go down the chimneys, right? And they get covered in, yeah. So it's a little bit racist. Uh, and he has been like a yeah, giant proponent a of saying, well, this is just our tradition. And if you're upset by it, then, you know, too bad for you. And he has said that he has changed his mind on that because, um, you know, he's talked to people who were upset by it and he understands their point of view. So I get it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's good. I think that's good. Do you think good. this is going to change the holiday at all? Well, it has already changed. 
it has already massively changed. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they're not like rainbow colored, uh, mostly, mm. Uh, mm. which is which is pretty cool. Uh, and uh, you know, like I don't think kids care what color they are; they just care about the presents, right? So why not yeah. change the color? That's probably a lot, a lot easier and a lot more sensible in these days. Um, but yeah, I think it's good to have politicians in charge that change their minds and publicly explain why they've changed their minds. I think that's good. Now, come on. I'm that, sorry. That just, I, I, I apologize. That, just, that sounds mamby-pamby. <laughs> I know. I, I, I just, it came out of my, I heard it as soon as I said it. I was sorry. I knew it was complete nonsense. <laughs> right. Just stick wow. to whatever stupid point of view you have. You're right. Just never, never, <laughs> never admit you're wrong about anything. Yes. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. One of the stupider things that uh, we've had on the show, I think. Yeah. Oh, my God. Ch yes. Changing your mind is the facts and social conditions change. Yeah. <laughs> No, but that's something uh, you know, I appreciate. We're gonna, hmm? That's something I appreciate in Dutch politics. That there's a, you know, people say as much, as many, as much stupid things as they do elsewhere, but they do admit when they're wrong and they change their minds, and that's a good thing. Yeah, I think. Are so. they rewarded for it? No, 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 no. Oh, interesting. Okay. No, there's no, there's not much power there. Not much power. Not much money. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, he does have his. his does have his oh, official no, I'm sorry. Body. I mean rewarded for being open and honest to changing your mind. So, like, uh, a thing we have in the U.S. is, you know, I am resolute, right? And I don't ever change my views. I know what's right. And voters seem to reward that more than they reward people who are willing to talk and figure things out and change their minds. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, I guess they are reward. Well, it's more culturally congruent to, to be open and change your mind than it is to be just, yeah, stubborn and thick-headed. So I guess in a way, yes, it's more, it, it yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. Hmm. So being an obstinate asshat. Yeah, that's not a great program. A minus. Yes, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> that won't get you many votes. A couple, but not that oh, many. God. Yeah. Oh, that's promising. Well, let's avert our eyes from the U.S. for a second and uh, bring it back to what, as a mere, what, 10 days ago, was the biggest story on the planet, which was COVID-19. Oh. Um, that's still on. You know, yeah. um, hmm. we'll see if there is a giant second wave in the U.S., based on these protests. Um, boy, let's, let's hope not. But in the meantime, there's how do you stay on top of this thing? And this is something interesting that's happened here in Singapore recently. They, Singapore has tried to implement this um, contact tracing, right? Because uh, the way you're supposed to do it is you find out who is sick and you use that to figure out whether other people could have been exposed and you try to contain it. Um, but they haven't had much pickup on an app that they've wanted people to install on their phone that would help them track. So now they're talking about everybody getting what? What, what is this thing going to look like? Uh, I have uh, no idea, but they were talking about, um, about distributing um, a wearable device to everyone in Singapore to more easily track you because there's technical difficulties with the apps that they've rolled out and there's not enough people have been actively using them. And uh, so they're switching, they're switching gears, they're switching to a new strategy, they're switching to hardware, to wearables that presumably you will have to activate and wear when you go outside, I think. I'm not sure how they will implement it, but that would be my guess. Yeah. So, so this is a question I had, was why can't you just, look, Google knows where I am all the time. 
how come a government, Singapore or elsewhere, hmm. can't just make cellular providers provide them with that location information? Why, why doesn't that just work? Well, I think Google approximately knows where you are all the time, right? So it doesn't mm -hmm. have a, I think the spatial resolution is relatively limited. And then the big issue is not as much where you are, but who you have crossed paths with, within a sufficiently small distance to be able to contract trace the right people. Because otherwise you're gonna only have to be acting on very rough resolutions. Meaning that if, for example, if one person in a certain radius has becomes known as a as a carrier, then you're going to have to potentially isolate a very large number of people. Um, so I'm not sure what the, what the mm. challenges there are, but it, especially with some of the bigger malls here. So now they're doing this, um, they're using this check-in system, right? So when you go into a mall, you need to check in. Uh, so basically yeah. to know who, who the people are inside the mall at any given time, but some of those malls are really big, right? So I, I think one of the largest ones in Singapore can hold up to 10, 20,000 people. God, I don't know how many people, but enormous amount of people. So presumably if you're there for a four hour period, uh, of course now all retail is closed, but they will be reopening soon, presumably. If you're, if you're gonna spend the afternoon there with your family, and you're there for four hours with, uh, I don't know, 15, 20,000 other unique individuals, and that's the best resolution that they have, then they're gonna have to quarantine all of those people or do nothing. Um, hmm. And I think if you want to use the kinds of system, systems that are being used in South Korea, so where they do use um, uh, cellular data, uh, combined with contact tracing and check-ins and testing almost everywhere, right? Information. And, and credit card yeah. information. If you cross all of those data streams, then you can get a pretty accurate system, I think. But that will probably require quite a lot of time to roll out and to test and to get, you know, you're gonna need some time to get that to work. And I think South Korea has been preparing that for a long time. They basically put the hmm. system in place after MERS, right? If I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, right. So they've been working on it for like, what, 10 years? Um, for a while at least. Yeah, five really, yeah, heavy duty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, we did an interview with a science journalist, uh, Mark Zastro, uh, a couple of episodes ago, um, where he described in detail the system that they've used. Yeah, and that's yeah. very interesting. You should definitely listen back to that. But I think if you if you want to roll something like that out here in Singapore, then you have to take a lot of time to get it right. And I think we just mm -hmm. don't have that kind of time. Whereas with a, with a hardware-based system, you have a very high probability of it working, even if it's <laughs> a little bit, you know, uncomfortable to wear a piece of hardware when you go out, right? It's not, <laughs> not something to look forward to, but you know. So well, as long as it doesn't come installed with a shock collar or something like that. As long as it's not a collar awesome. form factor, that would not be, <laughs> <laughs> that would not be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Or an okay. ankle bracelet, right? Or, you know, that, or, or, or like a helmet. Like, <laughs> a, oh, yeah. no, actually, this could start to be stylish. With an antenna, you know? Cause, yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I don't know. But no, I, think I would wear that. I would wear that. I could totally pull it off. But I think it's, yeah. uh, I, I just hope that the form factor is going to be sufficiently small. Cause I think I, I know that the devices there they were using in Hong Kong um, were pretty biggish. Like they were almost like uh, electronic uh, ankle bracelets, you know, like the ones that they use oh, for wow. um, people serving. Uh, what do you call those when you have to stay at home? Oh, I do recall that. Yeah, so they had um, stay at home orders or quarantine. Quarantine, yeah. Uh, for people who traveled in, right? Right, right, right. Uh, yeah. And they wanted to know 
everywhere. Or no, they wanted to keep them at home. Yeah, and it was like a I little box thingy. It was like a little box. It, but it was still quite, it, it wasn't really comfortable, I think. So, I, I, But I'm sure the form factor of these things, whatever it's going to be, is going to be more comfortable than that. Um, but quite yeah. an accomplishment, right? If they manage to, um, to distribute those to the entire population here, that would be uh, remarkable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you'll have to you'll have to show it off to me. Oh, you, you might still you see it. Man. You might still see it. You think they could get it done that quickly? Well, wow. I think they've been preparing it for a while, to be honest. Oh. Okay. If they announce it now, because they announced it a couple of days ago, uh, yeah. so presumably they want to roll it out before the reopening of the of of retail here. I'm guessing, right? That would make yeah. the most sense. So we're looking sometime over the next three weeks. Um, so you might still uh, see them. I'm not sure because you're lo you're leaving in two weeks, right? Two or three weeks. Or? Yep, got a couple of weeks left. Yeah, so so a little over a couple of weeks. So, so maybe you I'll might enjoy the, to experience it. Yeah, you might. You might just that would be cool. Yeah, get back to the land of freedom where there will be no restrictions whatsoever. Oh, no more masks. No more social distancing. It's good. You know, but I do have confirmed reports that it is hard to find ammo. It's out of stock right now. Back in the oh place. really? Oh, that's encouraging. Yeah. That's encouraging. <laughs> mm, that's great yeah there's been a run on on guns um run on ammo yeah you, yeah. you can't you can't get any ammo how right much now. ammo would you say you need right now like how how many guns and how much ammo well you know, it depends if you're going to defend yourself properly or not yeah like for how right? long against how many people hostiles whatever I, I, well as many bullets as you got I guess, yeah. We need at least a couple of million, I guess. <laughs> Wouldn't it be easier to just build a small nuclear device, Bill? <laughs> oh, no, I'm sure there is a Second Amendment right covering nuclear devices. I'm it just sure hasn't made is. its way through the Supreme Court yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sarin gas. Make your own sarin gas. Oh, okay. It gets things get crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For when things get really wild. Don't touch the wire. Don't touch the wire. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll we'll see what it's like when I when I get back. We'll we'll see what it's like. Yeah, if it's still there. Well, worst case oh, you can yeah. worst case you can always stay here. <laughs> stay. You know, an interesting interesting thing about this though is it does have international um, like ideological repercussions in the sense mm -hmm. that uh, China and the U.S. are in the middle of this presumably war for hearts and minds and there's been a lot of predictions that uh, this is it the u.s is going to lose its shine because it's going through this but you know what we were in the middle of the cold war when we were doing all of our sort of thing back in the 60s when all of the protest and violence and fighting down jim crow and ensuring voting rights all of that stuff was when we were fighting the cold war uh, and we still kept our reputation there so i I have high hopes that we could recover our reputation internationally. Oh, if the you vote could. In November goes well. No, that's what I was. That's what I was thinking, right? If you, if the vote goes well, and you manage to show to the world that you're the people of your constitution, right? That that you mm. still believe in your founding values. That it that it is indeed we the people. Um, then I think yes, you can regain. You might be able to regain that place in the spotlight. Um, but I think he, Trump has profoundly damaged her international reputation, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the polling data backs that up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. I just, it's, it's not just, you know, 
yeah. how I feel or my urge. It's just, right. it's a fact. Mm. People look at the United States and it's just a giant, what the hell? Uh, well, and it does, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, 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 you know, you asked me a question a couple of weeks ago um, that I've really, that stuck with me is, um, well, essentially you've been asking for a while now, why, why go back? <laughs> why not look for a way uh, to not go? Oh, it's not and, that easy, right? Yeah. Well, it finally struck me this week as I was just trying to process everything that was going on and on and on. To anyone who has looked at another country that's in chaos and said, who in the hell would choose to live there? Well, if you're choosing to stay in the U.S. right now, stop asking the question. <laughs> Because that's what it's like. You yeah. Know, it's, it's our home. That's a good point. Uh, it's that's my home. That's a good home. point. And you want to protect your home. Yeah. Even if that means you have to go back there when things are ugly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I get it. Uh, Whereas so, I have no home. So. <laughs> really? Is that I, the way you feel? I've burned that bridge. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. I've been moving around a, a bit, as you know. I've been out of my yep. home country for the last 14 years. Uh, so that's sort of, uh, yeah, that reduces your sense of home to wherever your family is. That's the way I feel. Yeah. Um, so me going back to France in the middle of this crisis would not be great for my family. So we have opted mm -hmm. to stay longer because we were on similar timelines. I was also supposed to go yeah. back to Europe at the same time. We have had an opportunity to stay longer, to, to, to prolong our stay here in Singapore, which, uh, which uh, we are fortunate uh, to be able to do. And then we'll see how long we can stay here and at what point we will go back. But, you know, just to your point, France is in many ways my home, but in many ways it isn't. So it's, um, yeah, it's a bit of a weird experience, I guess. This is a bit of a mixed bag when it comes to feeling home anywhere, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe on a much smaller American scale, I have a similar sense in that we've moved a lot around the Midwest. Mm. So I have a very hard time claiming any one place in the U.S. particularly as Right, home. yeah. But certainly the U.S. feels like Right, yeah, home. yeah, yeah. Well, and then you go back and you vote and you hope for the best, right? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And my older son will be able to vote this time. Oh, Trump or is he? I don't know. To? I'll have to have a conversation with him. I'll have to ask him whether I need to cut him off or not. Wouldn't that be awkward? I thought about it, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, secret ballot, he can just lie to me. Right, yeah. And then yeah, you find yeah, out Dad, later. I, and then you find out later, right? Right. You find <laughs> you, out all the stuff you, you don't get it, school. Boomer. You don't get what? it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, you'd have to say, okay, Gen Xer, right. okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you a Gen Xer? God. Yeah. Yep. Nope. Not Boomer. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's, let's <laughs> just move on here. <laughs> okay. Well, should we just go to the good news? What do you think? Oh, good news. Awesome. Yeah, I love the good news. Yeah, yeah. You got any good news there? I don't know. Let me see. Well, it's definitely not the hardware yeah. that I'll be wearing around my neck soon. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's a helmet with antenna. Unless it's that. a helmet with... Well, you think it might be? God. All right, let's see. I hope so. 
Oh, wow, some good news. So I'm reading this from the Good News Network on Twitter. South Korea sends 10,000 masks to Navajo Nation to honor their service as code talkers during Korean War. Wow, wow. okay. That is good news. That is good news. Wow, that's that, that's really cool. Mm. <laughs> yeah, because, because, of course, uh, Native Americans, their language was not known anywhere outside of the U.S., so it made for really good code. Yeah, uh, it was a way to communicate, uh, and I, I thought it was mostly in the European theater, but okay. Ah, that's cool. South Korea as well. well All right, I didn't know. Another one: scientist uses gene-targeting breakthrough against COVID-19 cells with CRISPR tool called Pac-Man. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> okay. Well, somewhere, some some science but medical nerd is having a great time, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's all about finding a good name for you. I'm waiting for the Galaga one myself. Oh, yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. One more? Yes. Okay. Board man builds hillbilly hot top using old fish pond and a boat motor. I'm not sure what. (laughs) 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 Basically. How did that story about me get in there? uh, I've already made these purchases. I'm going to set it up when I go back. There's an image. Now I want to build one. Might be a little bit dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, no. What could possibly go no, wrong? It'll, no, it's all good news. It's, it's all, all good, good news. news. Thanks for listening, everybody. We uh, we appreciate it. Um, go ahead and uh, look in the show notes for the link to uh, the Foreign Influence Dispatch, which is the newsletter that we put out connected with each episode. Uh, and uh, we appreciate your listening. Have a good week. Stay safe. Nikolai, last thoughts? Definitely check out the newsletter, and I promise that it's more thoughtful than this podcast because we actually have a time to think that stuff through. So it's actually insightful, people. Read it. There you go. I like it. All right. Thanks, everybody. Talk soon.